I am gonna smoke a little flour today because I just want to chill out. But we're definitely getting some dabs, dude. Have you uh, have you seen anything about the rat wars that are happening? Have you heard about them? Bro, the rat wars in New York City. Well, because so many restaurants are closed and there isn't as much food out there, there's not enough food for the millions of rats that live in New York City. So now there's like factions of rats having epic battles in the streets and killing each other and then cannibalizing the other faction. Oh, dude, rat wars in New York City. It's no fucking joke. Look it up, bro. It's happening right now. The great rat wars of 2020. It'll be talked about in the history books. Dude, there's millions, and they're fighting in the streets because no one's in the streets either. There's like not really that many people out, and there's no food, so there's just armies of rats marching down the streets, battling each other, and then eating each other because they don't have any food. I'm so confused. <laughs> Dude, I swear I'm not lying, and this is actually something that's happening. The rat wars of New York City. Get it going then. I know we've been filming, so. Well, we're using the blazer today because because we don't have a lighter. Put that torch on here. Get it out of the way. All right. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 12 of the podcast. Um, man, today, guys, we're just gonna be chilling, hanging out like normal. Um going to show off some pieces, uh, talk about some upcoming things we have going on, and uh, I don't know, honestly, just relax a little bit. I'm fucking, the like, the last few weeks, I've been really hardcore on my, like, 3 a.m. grind. Um, last night, I worked till, like, 3.30, and woke up at 6.30, so I'm going on about three hours of sleep today, which is fine, but I definitely feel a little bit whooped. Um, but it's one of those feelings that I've talked about on other podcasts that I, I just kind of love. I mean, like you can, you could, uh, I mean, you could have a different perspective on it and be like, Oh, um, I'm, uh, I'm working so hard. I'm so upset that I have to work this much. Like my life's tough. All I do is work. I don't get to go have fun. Or for me, when I work this hard and it's, and I wake up the next day only on a few hours of sleep and I'm really tired and my body hurts and but I feel good. I feel like I know that I, I tried my hardest. I feel like I know that I, I gave like a really good effort. So, so yeah, it's nice. I'm fucking, but definitely feeling a little bit, a little bit whooped. Um, so let's see here. What drops do we have coming up that will be uh, actually in this podcast? Let's see. So Third Coast Headies will have already happened by now. The next one we have coming up is with my friend Cash. Um, I think he's going to be doing it on his online shop. It's like Cash Sells Heady Glass. I've been working with Cash for about seven years now. Um, I mean, he's he's one. Of, he's just su- such a cool guy. And like when he travels abroad and stuff, he like he's you know will get my daughter some cool little trinket from a different country or something. So he's just like a really cool guy. And we haven't been able to get him an order in almost two years just because we've been so so booked out. Um, so I'm really excited to get Cash some glass. He hasn't had any glass for me in a long time. Um, so you guys will be seeing me post about that over the next couple weeks because it's an absolutely massive order. It's, excuse me, it's mostly clear. Um, so he's getting about 20 of each. Holy shit. I had breakfast this morning, guys. One second, let me interrupt with this with this real quick. I had an Egg McMuffin for the first time in like 10 years. 
Um, this morning I woke up so tired and feeling like shit. I was like, I need something is equally as shitty as I feel. And I ate that egg McMuffin and honestly it made me feel a lot better, but got a little indigestion now. So we're coughing or we're burping up a little bit, but you didn't need to know that, but I told you about it anyways. So cash is going to be getting an order. I'll be posting up about all that guys. You'll see it. It's mostly clear. Like I was just saying with a little bit of color mixed in, but this is going to be a nice big clear drop for all the people that have been waiting for clear since that planet caravan drop happened and it sold out. Um, hopefully this one hangs out a, a little longer. I don't know if Cash has quite the team of people behind him selling the glass. So uh, maybe it'll take a little longer. So there'll be stuff available longer. We'll see though. I'm going to light my, my joint again because I just, you know me guys. I just keep talking. I don't even smoke weed. I just talk nonstop. Uh, okay. Let's see, yeah. So we have the drop for Cash. And we're actually working on a Patreon right now. Actually, my wife's working on it. I haven't done a thing. She's doing all the work. Um, the Patreon's not up yet, but it's because we're like working really hard to, um, we really want it to like, have value. We don't want you guys to just like uh, donate to a Patreon and get the same things that everyone else is getting. So we're working on different brackets that will include things like a monthly Patreon giveaway. So say there's only like 20 Patreon members in that bracket, well, those 20 people will be eligible for a giveaway every month. Um, <clears throat> early access to drops, um, early access to Sunday sales. So we're going to make the Patreon, not just like getting content that isn't on YouTube, but also to, you're going to have like access to glass and you'll have like a first dibs on stuff. We're working on it. So it's not, it's not all set in stone yet. It's pretty much made. We're just trying to figure out, um, the logistics. I mean, cause we're not sure. We're like, all right, if we put this in this bracket and what if we someday have 500 people that are paying for that bracket, will I actually be able to make 500 people this item while still filling my orders? So we're trying to like look at it to scale and see like what it's going to take. But, um, I really want to make this Patreon something really nice so that for the people that really want to heavily support Bear Mountain Studios and the What's Up Everybody podcast, you guys are actually going to get some big value out of it too. You're not just you know, you're actually getting something from it. So we're working on it. Um, so be looking out for that. Um, we'll make an announcement once that's available. Also too, um, this Sunday, the day that this podcast, maybe this will come out Saturday, maybe it'll come out Sunday. We don't know, but Sunday we're going to be starting. We're going to open up our pre-sale for one week. It's going to be the pre-sale for the new t-shirts, hoodies, and then also, too, we have new mood mats coming. Those aren't a pre-sale thing. Those will just be dropped and first come, first serve kind of deal. Um, but the new design that we have, I mean, we've had this design made for a while now, but we've been waiting till spring of 2020 to use it because um, we get we have graphic artists work on stuff for six months or a year from now. Being like, all right, in, in fall of 2021 or fall of 2020, we're going to drop this design, and this is going to be the you know, the image for that part of the year. Um, so we try to have like different, um, images and different apparel stuff that comes out throughout the year and we kind of plan ahead on it. Uh, so we have a lot of really cool designs that we have. I mean, the main artist we work with is Consume Design. Um, I fucking love his work. You'll see me tag him a bunch. Like anytime you see our shirts or our artwork, it's all done by him. Um, it's one of those things. If you find someone that's a really professional, like graphic artist, I mean, it completely changes your brand. Um, I don't have the artistic ability to draw some beautiful image with like symbolism hidden throughout that like, you know, is timeless too. not just like some image that looks cool during this year. No, something that in a hundred years from now people will see it and be like, wow, that's a really interesting image. Um, you know, so 
trying to make timeless branding kind of like imagery and stuff like that is like great for what my guy Nolan does consume design on Instagram. He kills it. So if you're looking to build your brand or something, you guys should definitely check him out. Uh, he can help you. His prices are incredible and he does his work is just next level. So, um, top quality, but yeah, so let's see, I got the pre-sale out of the way. My wife told me to talk about that also too. I think, um, next week we might, my wife might be coming on here. We're, we're going to buy the second mic and I think we're going to get her on here because the kiddo uh, went back to her uh, early school thing, daycare thing that she goes to where she does lots of like early learning. And it's, oh, my God, it's I mean, it's make this kid since she started it has gotten so she's grown so much and gotten so much smarter. I'm like, man, if she was just home with me, she probably wouldn't be this far because this girl knows so much sign language and stuff. And she talks a little bit and she's only 21 months old. She's such a little peanut. She's not even two yet. And she's just learning so much. So, but my point is now the baby is back in her early schooling and stuff. My wife could actually come out here and do the podcast. However, she's really nervous. She's like, what am I even going to talk about? Like, well, if I say something wrong or people hate me, I'm like, just be yourself. If I love you, other people will love you. Simple as that. Um, that's the thing with podcasts too. You, you don't need to, I mean, you could go into it. You can be super prepared and have every subject you're going to talk about, but, or you can just like go into it, relax, have some fun and try to enjoy your morning or afternoon or wherever you're filming it and just try and share that with people. And that's why I'm excited to be here today, hanging out with you guys. These podcasts are getting more and more comfortable and definitely a time I look forward to. So I'm excited. Um, I'm just excited that all you guys are out there watching, supporting these, um, and leaving all those comments and make sure you guys you know, like the video, like subscribe to our channel, leave a comment. If there's something you want to see or something you enjoyed, let me know. Cause Mark and I are working hard on this podcast and we, uh, you know, we always love that feedback. So yeah. All right. Well, I think that's our intro stuff. I think I got everything. I'm sure there's something I missed that I was told I was supposed to say, but you know, what are you going to do? We got episode 13 next week. We'll hit it then. <clears throat> today um i'm finishing up uh, i have one more piece for a friend of mine like this week i literally had three friends all scoop pieces like customs they wanted and stuff and man that's like one of the coolest things like when you have like friends from maybe back home or people you've known for like a long long time that knew you before you were a glass blower and then they support your work and they pay for it too. Like they're not asking for deals or anything. They just want to support your work. They love it that much. They like appreciate it and they love the function, everything you're doing. Like when you have a friend come back and buy something from you, it's just, I don't know. It's one of those like greatest compliments kind of thing. Cause like your friends will just see you as like, you know, oh, that's Evan, that's my friend or whatever. But like, you know, but then they like see your art and they appreciate it enough to like pay for it and like want to support it. So it's really cool. So this week I made a few pieces for friends. I got a couple of them on the table right here. One of them I'm finishing today. Um, it's with the last little bit of moonstone I have, but, um, but yeah, like, uh, they actually like, um, we'll talk about a little bit of glass for a minute since we got this piece right in front of me, this piece right here is actually going to my friend AJ in upstate New York. He's the one that makes the beats for the beginning of the podcast and stuff too, um, um, jazzy beats. Uh, he's my buddy. I've known him for a long, long time. Actually, my wife and him were friends before I was friends with him. My wife knew him in high school, and they used to like hang out all the time and stuff. And then um, when I was like 18, 19, no, how old? I was older than that. When I was like 20, I would say. Yeah, when I was about 20 years old, and we had moved home 
God, I don't want to keep changing what I'm saying, but it was 21 now. Now that I really think about it. Um, when we moved home from New York City, though, and I was just like smoking a lot of weed, chilling in my house in this like little country town. And we had, well, all we had was one gas station in the whole town. And um, the gas station made shitty gas station pizza and stuff. And um, one day I was up there like getting some pizza, getting some gas. And my wife was like, oh, AJ, how's it going? And she saw like this kid working behind the counter. I was like, oh, who's that? And she's like, oh, it's AJ. We like went to school together. We were friends back in the day. And then I started hitting it off with him and talking to him. And I was like, fuck, dude, you're cool. I was like, if you ever want to smoke weed sometime after you got out of the gas station making pizza, come to my house. And uh, this was before I ever thought about blowing glass or anything. This is when I was just um, buying a lot of glass, smoking a lot of weed. Um, I'm still buying a lot of glass and smoking a lot of weed, but I buy glass material now and not finished pipes. But um, so, yeah, that's when I like really started hanging out with AJ. And we like, you know, we'd go to head shops together and like pick up pieces and like go back to my place and smoke all the weeds through them. And um, so this custom right here is for him. It's Royal Jelly and Tonic. Um like I said, it's always nice to make something for an old friend. Um, and I appreciate AJ's help with the podcast. He just like made me beats and stuff, sent it to me. He's like, here, dude. He's like, dude, like I'll make you some music for the podcast, this or that. It's like a lot of people I feel like that want to see me do good and want to support me. And it just, it's a really, it's a really nice feeling. Cause man, at times I am like impossible to get a hold of. I am elusive as much as I'm posting on Instagram. I'm, I'm tough to get a hold of. Um, this piece right here too is uh, really fun. I did a little bit of it on the lathe, um, not the whole thing, just a couple of parts. I'm slowly starting to practice a little bit here and there with the lathe and just kind of like, you know, it's a whole new thing. So trying to get comfortable on it, you know, trying to find like trying not to fuck up too much glass because I've tried to do a few things on the lathe and they're ruined stuff. But like anything, you need to fail a bunch in order to, you know, succeed. So that's, that's just all part of the process. And I try not to get my head too wrapped up in it where I'm like overwhelmed or stressed out because I, I failed that day or I broke something that day, you know, because I got to understand that I'm, I'm on a new machine. I'm trying to learn how to do something new and, um, there's no way every day is going to go perfect. Um, but yeah, this piece came out really sweet. I, uh, I, I, these are blowouts of Royal jelly and then they're sleeved with clear and pulled down. So it makes them a little more transparent. Obviously it still looks pretty milky in some spots and really transparent in others. Um, I just love those molten ore colors and that Royal jelly too, guys is, uh, basically in the moonstone family that is moonstone mixed with gold amethyst. And, uh, we actually have some gold amethyst on the table too here, guys. There's a gold amethyst fade right here. And we'll talk about that piece in a little bit. We're going to smoke all these pieces. I don't know if I'll smoke this one. Because I made this one and haven't even posted it on Instagram. This is going to be like a Sunday sale piece and we'll talk about it, but it's pretty special. Oh, but yeah, my joint went out again and my coffee's getting cold because I am just talking to you guys. I wish you guys could talk back so I could just smoke weed and listen to you for a minute. That's why it's going to be fun when I can have the wife on here. Um, I know she's nervous, but I'm fucking excited. I'm just excited to ask her questions like what's it like working with me or what's the biggest uh, struggle dealing with me as like a like a business partner like I want to know you know we'll find out together it'll be interesting because Cassie like she's so like she's such a huge part of Bear Mountain Studios um, but you guys don't see much of her that's who you talk to anytime you're talking to someone on the internet as far as like emails and stuff but she deals with all the shops but she's like she's like such a huge part and she's just not seen 
So I think it'd be, it's going to be really cool having her on. I'm, I'm like, I know she hasn't hundred percent said yes, but I'm pretty much like trying to like say it on camera and post it so that she feels obligated to come on. We just got to order our second mic. I was going to get the second mic back at, uh, what was it like March or April when Goliath was supposed to come into town. But once his shit got canceled, I was like, I was like, I'm not going to spend that 600 bucks right now. I'm going to wait. But now that the wife wants to come out here, I think it's time to invest in more podcast equipment. It's fun though. It's fun like building something new. Um, it's exciting. Like, cause like the glass blowing, I do the same thing every day and I have for a while and it's always feels like something new with glass too, but this is like really new. I mean, this is like, <coughs> it's can be nerve wracking, you know, cause you don't know, you don't even know what you're doing. Like I, I make these every week. Um, and, and I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I love them that I can show the glass and just relax and smoke and hang out with you guys. But I'm like, what's really my end goal? Or am I just trying to create more? And really, I think it is just trying to do something different because like I've said this before, but I physically can't make any more glass. And like, I want to make different, some, a couple different designs right now, but I, I'm, I'm booked up with certain work I have to get done. So I have to make sure I get my orders done. So I'm like, well, what can I do that's different? Maybe let's try a podcast. It's a totally different thing than like glass blowing, but we can make it part of the whole glass blowing thing. You know, and like, it's like that saying, nothing changes if nothing changes. Um, if you want change in your life, guys, you need to change something. So nothing changes if nothing changes. I love that shit. It's so simple. I say it to myself all the time and I'm getting stressed out. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't do this or I shouldn't invest in this or I shouldn't make this next big step for the business. But I, in my head, I expect change. I'm like, oh, we got to go farther. Well, you're not going to go farther unless you make changes constantly. Um, so, yeah, just trying not to be stagnant, trying to keep it uh, fresh and do new things and trying to keep myself in situations where I feel a little bit uncomfortable, you know, where I feel, you know, where I feel like vulnerable and stuff so that I can like, I feel like it helps that creativity too because it keeps your mind in that like, that sensitive state where you're not sure, like you're not, you don't feel confident. You're like, this is new. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and I don't know. I feel like you could do that with anything. I mean, just like when I um, started, uh, and I only did it for a short time, but when I did uh, jujitsu for a little bit, when I first started that, I was like so nervous. I like felt so uncomfortable, like just being on the ground, like rolling around with people and stuff. I like, I, I had the closest person I'd been to like my whole life was like my wife. So I'm like, now I'm like, like hugging another person. I don't know. My point is, is that when you're doing things that are, you know, maybe hard or difficult for you, it's healthy for your brain. It's healthy for your ego. And I try to remind myself and do that kind of stuff all the time. Oh man. Yeah. But this piece is sick. I want to take a dab on this here in a second, but I'm still trying to just enjoy this joint and like get this episode just going, just get warmed up. But I'm kind of blown through this joint though, honestly. It's good. I didn't tell you what I'm smoking today. It's sour diesel. Um, and this was a gift from someone that gave it to me. It's a pretty good sour diesel cut. I got to say, like being from New York, we had the best sour diesel, but this one, it's pretty close. So it's a nice, uh, I don't know, it's nice to have something a little different. been smoking a lot of fucking wedding cake and uh, Mac, which I'm not complaining. I'd smoke that shit for the rest of my life. But variety is awesome. 
Just like I say when people are like, what's your favorite RBR? I was like, I like all of them. I like variety. I want all the hits because they all hit differently. <coughs> oh, man. All right. Well, let's talk about this hash we're going to get into today because when Third Coast Hetties came and picked up their order, they brought me a bag of like hash and flour. They gave me this flour like those dudes hooked it up. Um, they came here with their masks and their gloves on and everything. They're super respectful. We stayed six feet apart. We didn't sash or smoke or anything. They just came and got their order and gave me this little gift they got for me. And it was really sweet of them. Because um, I love like Oleo or 710X Rex, Laser Cat. I got some Oleo today. Um, these are fresh too. I haven't even like opened these. So kind of was saving these for the podcast. So we could like open them up together, get into them. We'll talk about the Terp. Um, and enjoy some function on a fresh RBR because there's nothing better. I love pulling a brand new piece out of the kiln. I haven't even smoked this yet. Um, have I actually? I don't know. No, I smoked this one this morning. I have not smoked this one yet. So we get to sesh this together for the first time and check out AJ's piece. These are the colors he picked out. Um, but yeah, let's, let's check out this hash for a minute. I think uh, let's look at the... Let's see, we got Straw Nana, which is... Strawberry banana. And then we have the strawberry sunshine. So we got a lot of strawberries today, which is fun though. Usually I smoke like, you know, those gassy or OG dominant strains, but I fucking love strawberry banana. Oh, we can talk about, we can tell a strawberry banana story right now, guys. Let's do it. So, um, this is one thing why I love this podcast. I just talk, we're smoking, we're hanging out. And then like little stories just like pop up or like, I remember things. I'm like, fuck, like, I literally work so much, smoke so much weed and don't sleep enough. So like my whole life is a haze. I can't, I feel like I don't have memories sometimes. I don't have dreams. It's just all, it's all weird. My brain is all mess. But when I do things like this podcast, I just start remembering parts of my life and stuff. I'm like, oh, you did something. Oh, this happened. But let's talk about strawberry banana. So back in like 2014, um, 2014 and 2015, both those years, uh, Green Dot here in Colorado. Love Green Dot. What's up, Dave? Shout out to Dave from Green Dot. He's been supporting my glass since like day one. Um, yeah, I, I just love the guys over at Green Dot. They're great people with, inc- I mean, next level strains and everything. I mean, these guys are one of the few companies that truly pheno hunt. And then they take those phenos, they breed with them, they make all their own genetics and strains. Just incredible. Real connoisseur level shit. And when I see people doing shit like that, I've talked about it before, but when I see people doing pheno hunting, seed breeding, and then more pheno hunting, all I see is you investing tons of money. It takes an incredible amount of money and time to do that. You lose a lot of money being a pheno hunter, finding the best stuff, making the best strains. You, it, It's a huge like commitment and a risk as someone that's doing it for a business financially and stuff to do that. So like respect to Green Dot for you know the years of you know probably not making as much as they could because they wanted to hunt down the best genetics. It was all about the Terps. And that's why I've always loved what Dave does over there. But uh, back in 2014 and 15, Green Dot had a a strawberry banana cut out there. Um, This was back when like, you know, BHO crystals and diamonds were like the fire. That's like what everyone wanted. Um, And this strawberry banana was next level. Like it literally tastes like a strawberry banana smoothie. It was one of those strains. It cha- actually changed my whole like, like I was smoking so much hash, but then I tried that and I was like, 
That literally tastes like a dessert. That tastes like strawberries and bananas. That doesn't taste like hash. I was blown away. Um, and then I was obsessed. Me and my wife started going to all the drops at Kind Love, wait in line for like an hour and a half just to get a couple grams because they have restrictions on how many grams you could get. We used to do all that shit, go to all the drops and wait for stuff just for that and strawberry banana because I loved it so much. And one day I just fucking, I just DM'd Green Dot. I was like, I remember I was sitting in my house in Aurora, Colorado, and I was only had like two dabs left of the strawberry banana on the parchment because this was back when it would come on like a little parchment. And I was looking at it and I was like, this is it. I'm not gonna, I was like, I need more of this. I need jars of this. I can't just have one or two grams. I need a lot of strawberry banana. So I was like, well, I guess I should just probably hit up the guy that grows it. So I DM'd Green Dot and I was like, Hey man, I really love your, uh, uh, what you guys are doing over there. Like I'm paraphrasing right now. Obviously I can't remember the exact fucking DM from 2014 or 15, but, um, I was like, I was, I'd really like, I was like, I'm not trying to like, like sell or like grow a bunch of weed. I was like, but I would love that cut so I could have that genetic and just have that terp. It's my favorite terp. And like, that's a crazy thing to ask any grower, especially someone that's like, in metric it's like a real company like i mean it's just all weird well needless to say i got the strawberry banana cut eventually and you know i was really grateful that green dot took care of me and helped me out there so i could have it in my own personal medical garden where i only grew six plants um following all the rules uh back in 2014 um but this strawberry banana cut guys like it was just incredible growing it and like just smelling it growing. It was like so strawberry banana. It was nuts. Well, a couple years later, I was still growing this strain. It was 2016, maybe 2017, but I believe it was, no, I think it was 2017. Yep. 2017. I was still growing it. It was a few, like a two or three years after I had gotten the cut and I was having my buddy from Rare Extracts, David, shout out to Rare Extracts. I've shot them out before, but you got to check them out. Those guys kill it. Um, I had him processing my whole garden because I was all about the terps. I didn't keep one bud for flower. I didn't even smoke flower for three years. Like I've said before, I did not smoke flower for three years. I only smoked hash. I just had jars of just live resin with like the HT and the diamonds. I was all about just like jars of just fucking diamonds. And that's all I smoked. So I would just give rare extracts everything and just have them process it for me. Um, and I had a big jar of strawberry banana. I, it was like, it was like finally happening. I was like, after years, it's like, I, now I got like ounces of fucking strawberry banana. I get to just smoke and just play with and just enjoy all day. And I posted it up on Instagram and uh, I got a DM from Green Dot. And Dave from Green Dot was like, dude, is that the strawberry banana from 2014, 15? Is that the cut I gave you? And I was like, yeah, dude, I've kept it alive all these years, been growing. It. It's great. He's like, we lost that cut when we had to, you know, move. I think they moved like where they were growing to a bigger space and they like lost some cuts or some shit happened. Well, they lost their strawberry banana cut. He's like, yeah, we lost that cut over a year ago. He's like, that was like one of our fan favorites. He's like, I'd love to have that back in rotation. And I was like, bro, I got an easy, easy cloner full of them. Let me bring you some beautiful rude cuts. Well, the strawberry banana got back into rotation because I didn't kill it. And I brought it back to Green Dot. And then they it came back into rotation in like late 2017 or early 18, I think. But yeah, love that strawberry banana. Well, now that we've talked about it a bunch, why don't we uh, 
Why don't we take a stretch and take a dab? Oh, my body. I am so sore. I did a kickflip yesterday. Oh, and I'm feeling it. Oh, yeah, that was it. I just took one kickflip and then that was it. Well, because I don't move. I don't jump around. Dude, I'm standing in one place all day like this. Like just like a stone, not moving, just making the same thing. And my body's only used to my all my muscles at this point have adapted for one movement. And it's just making RBRs. Like my whole body is all fucked up. It's just designed to like make RBRs. That's all it does. So when you start jumping around stuff and like throwing your muscles, they're not designed to bend certain ways. I definitely pulled something in my side. Um, and like for like anytime, like anytime I hurt anywhere in my upper body, like right here, I'm always like, I'm like, Oh, is that my lung? Am I sore? Did the glass blowing get me? Did, did I do too much weeds? Am I sick? Um, and then I realized I just pulled a muscle and you don't have cancer. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Now I'm one, and you know, I'm one of those people that if they're immediately, they feel pain somewhere, they're like cancer, but that's just because everyone in my family, I swear to God, they just get it. Oh, yeah, you like that noise I just made in the mic, guys? Usually I try to lean away and drink that, but that was fun. You guys just, that was some ASMR. You heard me slurp. That was good. Someone probably enjoyed it. All right, so this piece, too, I did the little cab on the side for AJ. I asked him last night in Instagram Live. I was like, um, I was like, do you care if I put a cab on the side? I think it would look cool, and he was totally down. So I like when people are just um, up for letting me just have some fun with pieces, especially this one, which we'll talk about in a little bit in sesh. Cause we're just getting going guys. Like now we're going to start getting into session, more stories and hanging out. And then this is this podcast, you know, it's basically like we just get to hang out and fucking smoke weed and check out glass. Eventually too. I'll have other, I want to have other collectors in here that have like crazy collections too. Not just my glass. Like there's some people I know down here that have crazy collections of like molar pieces or like salt pieces or like OG mothership stuff. Like I would love to have like, um, different people on and we could do shorter episodes where we're just looking at just glass and not listening to me talk about all the other bullshit in between. Um, but yeah, so, uh, let's, uh, let's get into this piece. I got to make sure I clean this now. Cause I'm looking at this and it looks like there's a little fucking, uh, little bit of reclaim in there still from last night. We didn't fucking Q-tip the nail. We're smoking it. So I'm just going to clean this up just a little bit before we put a fresh dab on there. Cause I really want to taste this, uh, Strawberry banana. I'm excited. It's been years, guys. So we get, to, I mean, we, I keep saying we like you guys are here, but to me, you guys are here. Um, I even say we when I'm talking about making the glass. Like my wife was like, uh, what'd you get done yesterday? I was like, oh, we got this done and we got this done. And she's like, it was just you out there and your dog. Like, you know, why you keep saying we? And I'm like, to me, though, it's like, in my heart, I want this to eventually be a we. I don't want it to just be me, you know? Um, and I think that having that kind of like state of mind or having your like head set on, Hey, I want this to be a group project. I want Barrow Mountain to be like a team project, not just a solo thing. If it was a solo thing, I would have just called it an artist's name. This was always meant to be something for other people to share and be part of. Okay. This is looking better now. All cleaned up. I've been trying to get better about cleaning my nail and shit for the last like two years since my daughter was born. I've just been scuzzing nails and taking hot dabs and I'm giving a fuck. And it's been, a, it's just been disrespectful to the Terps. Um, so now it's time to start respecting the Terps again. I got time to do it. Like we said in other episodes, like I just usually don't have time to sit down and just smoke and enjoy it. I'd have to just smoke fast and get back to work or get back to doing what I'm doing. Like these podcasts are a time where I get to just sit and I get to smoke hash and just 
get stoned and reflect and have some time to just relax with like friends and hang out. I don't even know. Cause like, I know you guys are just looking through a screen, but I got, I got Mark here too. You guys don't see him, but he's one of my buddies. He's been working on projects for us for years. So it's, it's nice. Um, all right. So we're gonna get in the strawberry banana first. These boxes are fucking really cool too, guys. I don't know. Well, you're going to be able to see them and stuff, but these are the, uh, Ellie Paisley and she's an artist. She kills it. Her and her boyfriend are both incredible artists. And it's really cool to see hash companies that like collaborate with other artists. Like I've seen other glass blowers like elbow and avatar and just like crushers like those guys do projects with hash companies where they get like custom boxes and stuff and it's it's actually like really cool i love seeing stuff like that i love seeing like uh, cross-brand collaborations and stuff i feel like things like this help connect our community more and build it up and make it bigger and it also too like maybe there's a bunch of people smoking hash and they they've never heard of ellie paisley and they love this box and then they're like fuck like what is this and they go see her artwork or vice versa you know maybe they like love anything she does and they want to buy this hash so they collect a couple boxes and then they then they fall in love with that hash company you never know so um i don't know you know me guys i'm just fucking talking let's get into it though i haven't smoked oleo in probably i don't know two years it's been a long time <sighs> I'm, and I'm like confused. I'm like, isn't, I mean, I may be wrong and it's not like maybe any of you guys could really answer this. Maybe someone could in the comments, but, or Mark could, cause he might know more, but isn't Oleo like 710 labs and Boulder extracts and aren't they all like the same over the years? Like Boulder extracts is gone obviously, but like, didn't they start Oleo after 710 had a, like, they couldn't use that name anymore for a little bit or something. They start Oleo. I don't know. I feel like they're all the same company. Yeah. You're okay. Mark's like. You're like, uh, you're like not right, but you're also not wrong, you know, or kind of, I don't know. I'm, I like, I like to talk for Mark. I was like, this is what Mark thinks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I think like anything, just like glass blowing concentrate companies, these industries are fucking brutal. And if you're not in it for the love and the passion, you're probably only going to make it five or six years because there's going to be so much turmoil, so much ups and downs, so much like legal stresses because you're dealing within the marijuana industry or the pipe industry that most people just after five, six years are like, fuck this. I'm going to go do something else because no one gives a shit. Like, but my whole thing is people will eventually give a shit. And obviously people give a shit now, but when I say no one really gives a shit, it's just like, I feel like big picture it's like i don't know how much do people really care right now i feel like we need to keep working together as a company to build like customer loyalty build brands for the people and i think it's happening obviously we have great brands out there right now i'm just saying it's we're still a work in progress like any great industry we are just beginning man this stuff is beautiful it's like it looks just like some fucking transparent little dollop of honey or something Oh, and it smells like strawberry bananas. That's so, I can't believe how good solventless is getting. I mean, I've said it before, but man, it was not easy to get super high quality solventless like four years ago, unless you really knew a good garden and a good processor. And, you know, you had to know someone. It just wasn't at your local dispenser. You couldn't just be like, I'm going to go get some really good fucking rosin that looks like BHO, but better. Like, <coughs> it wasn't a fucking thing. Every time I fucking cough. This pulled muscle in my back. I feel it. Luckily, 
I'm making micros today. The custom for my homies a micro, and then I'm making some clear micros for my clear drop coming up. So luckily today is a lightweight day. We're not making any triple doubles or fucking big, big pieces. I'm not oh, actually. I have to sleeve some crushed oval tubing. That's gonna suck, but it's only one thing, and it's for a micro too. So they're not huge sections. Ooh, this is not gonna be easy to get off here. We're working on it. We're getting it. My mom texts me every Sunday and she's like, we just watched a new episode, honey. We love you. My parents are really funny. They watch this and they like, they live in this like community of, um, I think 55 and older in Florida. Um, and like their neighbors and stuff, they're like showing their neighbors and they're all like sitting down watching. They're, they're like literally like a bunch of older people watching some guy just smoke weed and get high and they don't even know me my parents know me but i guess they love it i'm like man would people really like this back in even the early 2000s or they'd be like he's just doing drugs on camera like it's weird you know what i mean like are things becoming more accepted now i don't know i don't know because i feel like like my wife's grandmother watches it she doesn't smoke at all she never has she doesn't drink oh she does drink but she, but not really you know she's not she's just not a big partier is my point um and she watches all my shit. She sees me dab on Instagram. She likes all my dab videos and stuff. Like, she's in her late 70s. She likes all my dab videos. She loves it. She loves watching me smoke weed and cough. I don't... I And I'm like, man, these people would probably really frown upon this. Or maybe it's just because they know me. Maybe it's because Cassie, my wife's grandmother, knows me. She knows, like, who I am as a person and, you know, how I just do things for people without expecting anything. And she knows who I am, so... To me, she's like, well, if Evan's doing that, it must not be that big of a deal. So I'm just going to laugh with him and watch it. You know what I mean? And maybe maybe it's just all in, like, the person that's doing something. I don't fucking know. We haven't even smoked hash yet, and we're all over the fucking place. This is going to be great. Um, this strawberry banana, I'm hoping since we're smoking fruity strains today that they're not going to be as fucking, like, potent and knock me on my ass. Because usually I like to smoke those things. Like, I got some grease monkey on the table, too. We might get into that by the end of the episode, but... You know, those more like OG dominant, those heavy, heavy hitters. Move this mic. Get this hash off the wall of this. Oh man, it's a strawberry banana. <laughs> wow. Wow. That brings me back. It's so crazy, like you hear a song or you taste something or you smell something and it just brings you right back to a time. You just remember. Oh, man. Wow, that was really good. Good job, Oleo. Strawberry banana. Super clean. Super tasty. Oh, my gosh. What a treat. Thank you, Third Coast Hatties, for the gift. That's, that was too nice of you guys. You didn't have to do that. Alcohol. Get this cleaned off. Fuck. That was so good. Man. I feel really lucky that I get to smoke hash like this. 
I just, I just remember what it was like in 2010 guys. I, I just, I remember, you know, living in upstate New York, there's fucking nothing and nobody. So I had to clear the smoke out of there and just watching videos on YouTube to see fucking high quality hash. And I would just watch a video of some, basically it would be like a little pile of hash on like a glass plate, like spinning with a black background. And then it would just melt. So obviously they were like putting like a torch above it or something. They were doing something, but then the hash would just melt and puddle out on this like little glass plate. This was before quartz nails or anything. Um, I forget who, who used to do those videos. Maybe it was the CCC. I don't know. But man, I used to just like dream. I'm like, oh, that's like weed candy. Like that's what I always called it back in the day when I'd hang out with my friends and we'd just be smoking flour. And I'd be like, do you guys know about concentrates though? And I'd show them like videos and stuff and like the colors and what people were saying because we couldn't taste it. So the most we get is we get to look at the video. We could see how cool the color or the consistency is. And then we get to listen to the person describing it. But that was enough for us. You know, we would just smoke our mids and then just be like, yeah, someday we're going to smoke that really good shit. It's going to be fire. And I don't know. I just feel lucky. I'm in Colorado now. Marijuana is legal here. I make pipes for a living and I smoke quality hash. It's just, it's just weird how things work out. Um, you know, and as much as I worked hard for it, it's almost like it all just kind of happened. It feels like sometimes it doesn't feel like I was like strategically like, okay, I'm going to go to Colorado and smoke hash. I mean, but that was my plan. Like, Literally, when I was driving here, I was like, yep, I'm going to Colorado. I'm going to smoke hash like the cool kids in the videos. I'm going to a dispensary. I'm getting some fire hash. I'm smoking it. Um, but now it's become just such like a normal part of my life that it's hard to just really just sit and appreciate it. And that's kind of what's cool about these conversations and talking is that I get to think. I get to sit and think for a minute. I get to think about what I want to say or what my point is or what I want to talk about and because if this mic wasn't in front of me, I would just be in front of my torch, just focusing on producing, focusing on creating. And while I'm behind this mic, my job is to just to think and talk and hang out. And it's it's nice. I feel like it's the type of job that's going to help me mentally just, you know, I mean, not forget all the stuff I've done and, you know, make sure I appreciate myself and appreciate my hard work and Cause if you're like a hard worker and it, a lot of the times what will happen is, is like, you'll just not really, I mean, maybe this is really opinion based again, but for me, when you're a super hard worker and the ones I've met, they just work themselves into the ground. They're not even, they're not worried about themselves or their physical health. They're like, they're just, all they think about is work. So like being able to like slow down and do this podcast and just be forced to not be working like that is is really really beneficial to me and there we go we smoked hash and it got weird again strawberry banana that shit's fire the next one we're going to get into is the uh strawberry sunshine i'm not sure what this is guys let's see if they say what it's mixed with because i've never heard of that strain strawberry sunshine wow almost couldn't say sunshine wow these are I love how this shit's packaged. It's like, you know, like tissue paper. I mean, just like it's it's so professional and cool looking. Like, I feel like that's what um, we need to do in the glass industry, too, is try to keep bringing that professionalism. 
so that people take our industry seriously. Not that people don't. And I know like, I'm just talking more like bigger, like, I don't even want to say mainstream, but that's the only word I can kind of think of right now. Just feel like that no one in the real world knows about this industry. They don't realize that people can just be at home, stay at home parents, um, just making pipes all day. And that's how they support their family. And they're just, it's just, but to me, it just seems like such a natural real way to like make a living or be a human. Like you create things with your hands to provide for your family. It's the most primal thing. There's nothing more primal than that. That's, I think, more natural than even, like, just sitting in an office building or on a phone or something like that. Like, this is, this is, I think this is why it makes sense to me because I don't see myself as, like, an educated person. I'm, like, a high school dropout that just works too hard. Like, so to me, I almost run on a primal thing. Like, I don't, with how tired I am most of the time, I can't sit there and try to really deeply think about every single move rationally all the time. I almost have to just be on like this primal mindset where it's like you just wake up, you just work, and then you go to sleep. You just provide. That's it. You're just trying to survive and protect your cave and your family inside of that cave. Like it's some caveman shit is my point. Um, damn, Mark, this hash, it's all strong. I thought the fruits would just be like chill. Let's get into this 10 mil though and talk about this for a while. We'll switch these pipes out. This strawberry dream, is it called? This smells crazy. It smells like a basket of fresh strawberries. What the fuck is this called again? Strawberry dream, strawberry sunshine? Fuck, cannot say sunshine today. Something wrong with me. All right, so we got a scuzzy 10 mil nail. I'm waiting to get my new 10 mil from, oh, my new 10 mil from Evan Shore. Um, but right now, cause his shop is, um, shut down. They're still taking orders. And I think he's doing like a discount too for anyone that orders right now. But I think they're shut down during their mandatory stay at home, which I feel like most of these have got to be ending here soon. Um, so let's cross our fingers that fresh nails will be coming out soon because I need a 10 mil. This one's all burnt, scuzzy, gross. But, uh, and honestly, every time I cold start on this thing, I get a hot dab. Because it's a thinner nail, it's not as thick as that fumed out like Earth Tech banger from Evan Shore. This is one of the more affordable Evan Shores, and they're just a little bit thinner, so it heats up way faster. And I always forget, and I'm like, "Fuck!" And then I just take a hot dab. So my point is, hopefully, saying that on camera right now and reminding myself, I will not take a hot dab. All right. So I gotta clean this nail too because this one was not Q-tipped last time we used it this morning. yeah so if you guys i mean if you guys have your rigs out or you're trying to smoke like let's do this because that's what's going on right now and i'm about to get into that strawberry sunshine it smells like fresh strawberries that's all i'm smelling right now um it's definitely different than the strawberry banana the strawberry banana has that creaminess that nice banana like the strawberry banana has so much banana in it you can literally smell the potassium in the strawberry banana um, but this strawberry sunshine this smells a lot more like a fresh strawberry or like if you're at a farmer's market and there's like a little basket of strawberries, if you were to smell it, I'd say that's kind of the uh, aroma I'm getting off it. And again, this is from Oleo, right? 
stuff's a little bit different looking too. It's buttered up a little bit, which is fine with me. It'll be way easier to get off the dabber for a cold start. When they're those really sappy consistencies, um, they, they can be tough if the nail's cold or even if the nail's a little bit warm. Then it just like smushes everywhere and doesn't come off the dabber. Oh boy. Already. Like my body's like, dude, aren't you, are you, are you stoned enough right now? What time is it? But you know, the Terps, the Terps are too good. So we have to keep trying them. Um, all right. So this piece right here, I would say this is definitely in my top three favorite solo RBRs I've ever made ever. Uh, this piece, my wife loves it so much. She was literally like, should, can we make a different piece for your friend? And then we keep this one just because she loved the fade so much. It's, it almost looks like a bruised RBR. It looks like a, like a big blue and purple bruise, the way the fade is. And I don't know if we'll be able to capture it super, super good, but you guys definitely, if you see my Instagram, I've posted this up at least three times. Uh, this piece is function is incredible. I love the size of it. Full crushed opal, gold amethyst and blue stardust fade now i did the gold amethyst with the blue stardust because those are both inherently dark colors they're really dark and opal looks super good with a dark base behind it also too when you're making crushed opal prep specifically a fade it's sleeved and clear um so that lightens the color up a little bit and if you use a lighter color out the gate by the time it gets to this step it's been so watered down there's not much color there so i used really dark colors so that by the time i got to this point they made nice bright transparent colors so um when you're building certain pieces just know like this is more for a glass blower thing or maybe a, a new upcoming glass blowers my perspective like with planning how to build something is really think about how much work needs to go into those colors so you can really plan how transparent things are going to be I still have times that things aren't as transparent, but then there's other pieces like this piece right here is semi-transparent, but I wasn't this green one right here. We'll talk about later. Um, but I'll, it's not like super transparent, but that was on purpose. Like I was trying to achieve a different look, but this one, I just wanted really juicy, nice, transparent. Um, I did a little bit different opal placement in this one. Uh, usually with lately what I've been doing is these cabs on the side, like this one has this circle cab on the side. Let me get it in the frame. Boom. Um, so usually I would do that, but if I were to put a cab on the side of this one, it would literally hide where the fade like really starts getting dope. Um, so I didn't want to put a big circle right on the side there and hide that pretty fade. Uh, so what I did was I had the opal and I put a horn coming up that kind of went with the like symmetry of the smaller drain. It like flows with it. And then I, you know, made that horn basically one of the bridges that holds the opal. And then I did an even bigger horn on this side right here. This actually fades from purple to blue as well. And it fades with the can, which I was really proud of how it came out. And then this one hooks and actually goes into the little dimple that spins the water in the RBR. It kind of like fills that negative space. So it's just like kind of a cool way to try and fill negative space, but also make it super functional, but not too much stuff on it where it was hiding function or whatever. So yeah, really stoked on this piece. So it was one of my favorite pieces ever. I just love how the fade looks. It's like so bruised looking. Um, and then this fade too, this is one of the ones I had Cormac glass doing. This is uh, they're, they're three stick blowouts and then they're sleeved with four millimeter clear. And there's about two to three grams of crushed opal. I'd say, no, 
I don't know the exact, I don't even want to give a number because it's not going to be accurate. Like how could I even measure that? Cause I'm, I have a big jar of crushed opal. I don't really, I'm not measuring how much I'm putting in. I'm just putting spoonfuls in. I put a shit ton of crushed opal in these things though, because I like them to be super sparkly. Oh, it's funny. Just thinking out loud on camera. I mean, I don't even know. How did I just say camera? Did I say, I can't say camera. Does that sound right, Mark? Okay. Don't even know what camera sounds like anymore. Cool. Cool. Let's do more weed. All right. Wait, say it, say it like in three different ways though. Have you like ever dissected? Oh, bro. Yeah. I lived in New York. In New York City, people say orange like 10 different ways. Say it in three different ways. Camera. Camera. Camara. Um, how many ways did you want? <laughs> All right, so back to what we were talking about. So we're going to do a dab of some of this strawberry sunshine. And this stuff's beautiful. It's very light. I love when hash is super light colored like that. I know some people are like, oh, it means they picked early. Not always. And sometimes you pick for the terps. Some terps, if you even let them go a day too long, it will fuck the flavor up, or at least your preference. And everyone has a different preference. So when someone's like, oh, you should have let that plant go three days longer, or three days, you picked it three days uh, too late or whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever the opinion is really depends on what you're looking for out of your hash. There's so many factors when it comes to quality hash all the way from the day you pick it to how you pick it, how you handle it, everything from the plant, how it's grown, the water used. I mean, I feel like sometimes I can taste if someone didn't use the best water source. I feel like I can fucking like taste it in the hash. I don't know. I could be tripping probably. Oh, I'm definitely gonna take a hot. I don't want to take a hot dab of this, but I usually always do. No, that was actually really nice. My mouth is watering. We almost had a turp drool. That was close. Wow, <coughs> the low temp. <coughs> oh boy. There's a little function, function for you guys. Love this piece too, because it has so much color and so much going on, but you can still see all the function. And I feel like when the water's bubbling too, it makes the fade stand out more because you're seeing movement behind the fade. So you start noticing like, oh, that's like, you can like see the middle point where the two colors start blending. Um, they create a third color in the middle and then, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's a really, I'm really stoked on the fade. I have a couple fade pieces too dropping today for the Sunday sale. I'm saying today we're filming this on a Thursday, but this will drop probably around Sunday and they're going to be available. So there's going to be a couple, there's going to be two crushed oval fades and then one just like a regular fade that's non-crushed oval. They'll be more affordable. I'll have like one affordable one and the other two will be kind of expensive. But that's Sunday sales. Sometimes there's crazy pieces, sometimes there's clear pieces. Lately I've just been feeling like, I use the Sunday sales too as a time where I'm like, I'm feeling inspired to make this colorway. Like this thing, I wasn't even supposed to make last night. I made it and then I never posted it and I hid it in the back of this uh, 
uh, my cabinet right here. Um, and the monitor just turned off, by the way, dude. I don't know what that means. But, okay, sweet. Um, so I wasn't even supposed to make this piece last night. And, like, I didn't post it on Instagram. And then I did hide it in the back of my glass cabinet where I have all my, like, uh, you know, finished products. And... Cause I was like, I don't want my wife to know I made it. <laughs> She'll get mad. I was supposed to make something else last night and I made this piece, but I was feeling inspired and it came out really, really cool. Uh, this green one is the one I'm talking about and we'll talk more about it in a minute, but, but yeah, man, I'm fucking stoked how this piece came out though. This gold amethyst blue dream one. I wish I had a fucking fresh nail to really enjoy it. Yeah. This thing's so scuzzy. That was, you know, from a different time when I was just blasting stuff with the fucking big uh, GTT. Like, we haven't been warming up our nails with our glass blowing torches anymore. We've been respecting the quartz and uh, trying to be better about our dabbing habits. Get our dabbing etiquette back because I feel like it was lost and just being so busy. But um, we're back. The monitor's working again. Look, you guys don't even know what I'm talking about, but it's happening. Um... But yeah, let's uh, talk about this green one for a little bit. This one just probably should have given it more time, but man, it's I've been posting a lot on Instagram and so I think it's had enough. But man, let's let's get into this one. Oh wait, if, if we if I ever talked about the triple doubles and why they're called that, I've shown triple doubles on a bunch of episodes, but I don't know if I've ever exactly explained real quick. Even if I've done it before, we'll do it again, real quick. Why are they called a triple double? Okay, so they're the triple diffused double drain RBR. So that's the triple double. It's that simple. Um, where you have the XL double diffused, that's like, this is a this is a double diffused right here. This is a 10 millimeter double diffused. So it just has a single disc in the side there and then with the shower head in the bottom. So the reason they're called a triple double is because they're got the shower head in the bottom then the two discs here, so that makes it three diffusers. Even though those discs are more there, like I've said before, just to help the water climb quickly and effortlessly. They don't do so much diffusion. Um, and then it has the double vortex. So you get to see two tornadoes, which is just for fun. So triple-double. This is a 10-millimeter triple-double. All right. This one right here. It's going to be hard to like really see what's going on with this guy, but I'm going to still talk about the piece. And I'll post it a bunch on Instagram, and um, so you guys will hopefully be able to see it really good on there. Uh, but what this is, is a Galaxy and Plantphibian Fade. Galaxy is a color from North Star. It's like a Stardust color. You know, you guys, we have blue Stardust, green Stardust. Galaxy is a black Stardust. So it's like this beautiful black with tons of metallic sparkle in it. I love that color. I love putting opal over that color because that background sparkle with the opal on top of it, it just helps fill negative space. So any glass blower out there, you guys doing crushed opal work with black, just use Galaxy. It will literally make your opal look so much brighter, pop. It's so butter too. Galaxy blowouts, sleeve them with crushed opal. Yeah, maybe one day we'll we'll start like as the Patreon when we drop that and it grows, we'll do some like instructional videos showing how like step by step crushed opal tubing and stuff, how I do it and why, and we do certain things. But um, this uh, galaxy is faded into Plantphibian, so the galaxy was blown into the Plantphibian to fade them together. This made a really cool effect. This piece has this 
super beautiful sparkly black and then it just like bleeds into this like rich like like cloudy green it almost looks like have you guys ever seen like I mean, you might have to look it up on Google, but like those carbon, like they're like carbon-based gas clouds and nebulas in space. They're basically green nebulas. And this looks like like a green nebula like splashed across like the night sky. And then it was almost like you took a picture like that and then you went into Photoshop and took the outline of an RBR and just put it in there and cut out an RBR with just like part of that skyscape. It's I don't know. I just love this piece. And then I did this attachment on the side. Um, I, w I was going to do like a horn, but then like I bent it and it looked really cool. And then I was like, wait, I could wrap that around the opal. So this is like a faded out like horn that kind of wraps around the bear paw opal. Um, and it's just like a cool little way to hold the opal. That's what these Sunday sale pieces are for. For me, just to have some fun though and make something a little different, you know, something that someone didn't order. But I love this piece. And yes, you can see the function. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to really get it today like we would other days. We're only doing two cameras today because um, I'm not balling like that this week. But we'll get back to three cameras soon. Uh, but yeah, this this piece, how I'm so stoked how it came out. And I couldn't hide it from my wife. She saw it. She came out here. She like looked through the cabinet. I'm like, she never looks through there. She looked through it. I think it was because I came to bed at 3 a.m. and she only saw like two pieces done. She was like, why would he only have that much done if he was up that late? He must have broke something or something. I don't know. She saw it back there. Um, she got me. Uh, but I'm not in trouble. I just have to work extra hard today to make up for my little. I, I, this is what this is maybe where it's like you can feel like an artist. It's hard for me to see myself as an artist. But sometimes I have some fun or I have these little sparks of like I have to see this colorway and I have to see it tonight. Like I have to share this with Instagram. I have to, this one's been really hard not to share with Instagram because I finished it last night. I wanted to, but I'm like, you can't because if you share it, then the lady will see it and she might get a little mad because you're supposed to get that one repair done and you didn't yet. So I got to get a repair done today as well. <sighs> but I'm trying guys. I'm trying. At least I make an effort. That's the thing. Like, even if I'm not getting everything I needed to get done in that day, like, I'm going to go so hard the next day too. I'm going to stay up seven days a week. I'll stay up till 3 a.m. I'm going to give, no matter what, I'm going to give 110%. And in the end, I will get it all done. It's just going to take some brutal hours. Uh, but I I needed to see this piece. So fuck it. More hours it is. And I think this will be available for the Sunday sale. Unless one of the homies wants it. But I think I'm just going to save it for Sunday and post it up then. Sorry, I'm stretching. I'm yawning, guys. It's honestly it's like fucking pretty late in the day already it's like already gotta be almost lunchtime like noon i don't know why i already you know why i feel tired i only slept three hours and you do that all the time and then you feel tired and that's called being human if you guys didn't know and there we go slurping in the mic again sorry about that but yeah this piece i'm really stoked how it came out Oh, and the next, there's another piece too for the Sunday sale. I'll talk about it right here. Hopefully I don't jinx it and break it because I did that last time on a piece. I talked about it and then it broke. Um, but there's one I'm working on that's another fade and it's blue silver to uh, Atlantis with crushed opal, mini double diffuse. It's, oh, it's going to be sick. It's going to be this blue, green, fumy, like faded out, like fully transparent, crushed opal. 
it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be this design right here, but with those colors. This one is so fucking spacey though. Like if you see this in person, you'll see what I mean. It looks like just like it's like almost like splashing across the piece, the color, the way it all laid out and how like the black galaxy is just bleeding into the green when it's all full crushed opal. And it's such a hearty little piece. This is probably the biggest mini double diffuse. I can't even call it mini double diffuse. This is just a 10 millimeter double diffuse at this point because it's pretty big. Thick. But shreds. Probably won't be able to see the function, but we can listen to it a little bit. She's got a nice sound to her. Yeah, she has that pretty little, like, rumble with a little chirp on top. And got the crushed opal from every angle, though. This is one of those pieces in person you would literally just stare at it. There's so much just going on and so much color and there's like little details you see where colors faded a certain way. It's just, but it's also still simple, but there's a lot of tech in here. I mean, this prep, there's a lot of time in this prep, uh, just like this faded out crushed opal prep, a lot of time in that prep. And those are good sides. Those are pretty big sections of prep that I shape all in one go. You know, it's like each section's about a half a pound on this. I'd say it's a half pound there and then half pound in the back. At least. I bet if I weighed that, it's over a pound. Um, but yeah, you put a lot of time in that prep, though, and then you can have, like, it's almost, I would say, like, lately what's been happening is, like, the assemblies aren't taking me, like, a super long time. It's, like, putting so much time into the prep. It's There's a lot of time there. That's where most of the time is on these pieces is definitely in the prep. But... The like harder we're going on the prep because like I'm having Cormac do blowouts to save me time and then I'm not doing all the crushed opal and sleeving. It's just uh, it's giving us even more ideas for stuff. And I said this probably last episode, but man, I can't wait to share some of these color combos and some of these fades and these layered tubing. We're gonna make, I think, in the next couple of years, what you're gonna see happen is like we will have like distinct colorways and things that we do. That's like oh, like you wouldn't even need to know what piece it was sorry there's a little piece of fucking dust you wouldn't even want you wouldn't even need to know what piece it was you could just see the colorway and be like oh that's a bear mountain studio i can tell that what year it's from because of this colorway that was 2022 or whatever so i don't know lots of plans lots of ideas now it's all about just like continuing to stay focused and executing those ideas and uh just staying consistent and disciplined the things that we've talked about a bunch of times in other episodes, but discipline is huge. It's the only way, it's the only way things get done because it's not always fun. It's not always enjoyable. It's not always the dream, but all those, you know, struggles are necessary for that dream to be even worth it in the end. Cause if it was easy, shit wouldn't even be worth it. You get to the top and be like, all right, cool. No, this, this is challenging. I think that's one of the things I love so much about is how challenging glass blowing is. It's like not I mean, and I guess this is probably for any career, but for me it's just it's challenging not only on life, it's like the mental thing, like I think like social media mixed in with it is like mentally, you know, it's challenging sometimes, like it's stressful, you know, it's intense sharing your life and being on social media a bunch and sharing your art and letting people just critique it and it's 
you know, I think it's something that every artist deals with. It doesn't matter what type of artist you are or craftsman. We all, you know, sharing our, what we're doing, what we make and what we create for the world. It's fucking overwhelming. But then on the other side, just glass blowing, like working for hours on a piece or days on a piece and having it break. You guys have heard this from every glass blower, I'm sure. But it's, it's real though. Like there's times it doesn't affect me anymore. I break shit all the time now. It doesn't even phase me. It's like that, that nerve is gone where something breaks. And I'm up, like really upset. I used to break shit though. And I would have to take the rest of the day off. I'm like, fuck glass blowing today. I can't do this today. And I'd walk away from it. Now I'm like this robot. Something breaks. I just like set it down and I just grab new pieces of tubing and just start working again. And I just don't stop. I'm like, Oh, on to the next one. Like it broke. I don't let it consume me anymore. And I don't know if that's a good thing though or a bad thing, you know? I don't know. Maybe it's a perspective, but I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. But I don't get upset at glass like that anymore. I think I'd get really upset if it was a really expensive collaborative piece. That'd be one thing. But with all the solo stuff nowadays, when stuff breaks, I'm like, oh, you lost 10 hours of your time. Oh, you lost this much of your time. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Nothing you can do about it. Make up for it. Work harder. I used to post, you guys don't see me post broken stuff on Instagram. I just don't anymore. I just keep working. I, I, I break stuff every day. I talk about it on the podcast a little bit now. Like last episode, I was like talking about how I broke a piece on the episode before. So try not to be too redundant, but it's constant. You constantly break stuff. Um, that's like literally part of glass blowing. But it's so mentally like, I mean, it will fucking test you mentally. I mean, the amount of time you put like to some of these pieces, even in the beginning, though, I, maybe I'd only put like six hours into a piece. It's still just like you're so excited to finish it and smoke it. I think that's what it is. I think it's like you see your presence under the tree and then someone just comes in and takes them. And you're like, I was just about to open those. That's like, that's what it is. When you fucking have a pipe, that's almost done. You're like, we're about to sesh this later. I get to show people this function. Fuck yeah. And then it breaks like right near the end. And you're like, sick, sick. So I have no proof I existed for six hours. That's and, well, I could show you a pile of glass and be like, that's where I was for six hours. That was six hours of my existence, you know, but man, what the reward you get when you do succeed though, it's addicting. And I think I'm definitely addicted to glass blowing because even nights I run out of oxygen and like, I, maybe I can't work and I love, like, it's nice. I get to go hang out with the baby. Like no matter what, like I, I get to get away, like forced, like get a forced break from work. I'm like, Oh, I can't work anyway. So I get to go hang out with my kiddo. It's chill. But after like everyone falls asleep and stuff, I start getting this anxiety. I'm like, what do I do with myself? You know, I, I've, at this point I've worked so many hours and I've worked so many years straight without breaks that I don't know what I like. I don't know what to do with myself if I'm not working. Like, I don't know. And like in the moment I get overwhelmed and I'm like, Oh my God, like you don't have, do you even have an identity anymore besides you just make pipes? Like what? But then I'm like, but that is my thing. I do. I love glass blowing so much that that, is my whole life. And that does, then that calms me down, but I'm still like stuck inside and I can't work. And I'm like, Oh, what do I do with myself? I used to have so many things I like to do, you know, like in moments like that, back in the day, I would have just fucking logged into fucking world of Warcraft or something or played a video game. I don't even know. 
nowadays I'm just like, I don't really know what to do with myself. And I am on such a crazy sleep schedule that, uh, sometimes it's hard to just like fall asleep, you know, at that time of night, especially if the brain's going, but yeah, I don't even know what I'm talking about at this point. Sorry guys. We did a bunch of hash and I think we're going to do some more because I had a bunch of strawberries and now I think I need some grease monkey and then I'm going to smoke some more weed. And, um, yeah, I don't even know where we're at either. Mark, where are we at right now, dude? How are we doing today? Jesus. Great job guys. But we're not done yet because I want to smoke which one? What do you think, Mark? Should I do this one again or this one? Triple double or the standard? Oh, you're not selling this one. No, this one I'm gonna sell. And it doesn't have a home yet, and some people are a little funny about anyone. So even especially if I take a hot dab, they're like, You ruined the piece. The flavor, the porous in the glass, it's like caught the, the burnt turps, it's ruined. So I don't wanna you know. Fuck yeah. You're right, bro. See, that's why I ask you. That's why I need your help, dude. Everything's a team effort, guys. You can try to do everything by yourself for a long time, and it's you can get pretty far, but then you eventually hit a fucking wall, and I hit that wall. Now I need help. I need tons of help. Now I'm like, I want, I want help with everything, and and, and I'm getting there. I just want to blow glass. That's it. So I just want help with everything else. We got all our groceries being delivered now and stuff, and. So now I don't really have to leave anymore, so I pretty much can just blow glass. We should probably put some hash in there real quick. Getting ahead of myself. So excited. Man. I like that we dropped these on the weekends, dude. I feel like that's a good time. A lot of the podcasts I watch drop on like Mondays or Thursdays. Which I still I gotta give people like a list of podcasts to watch. Maybe next episode I'll do like a little segment. We'll talk about some cool shit that's not glass blowing and like talk about some other podcasts you guys should check out if you haven't already. But I like the weekend thing. Cause I feel like there's people that are just like chilling. I have a lot of people that be like, Oh dude, I have it with my coffee in the morning. And it's just cool. It's cool to like create something that people like, you know, consume during like maybe like their morning ritual or whatever, how they start like that specific day. And just to be like a factor in that equation. It's really cool, especially if they have an RBR and they're listening to it. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's really cool. It's like my pipes will travel farther than I ever will. My pipes have been to so many different countries. They're all over the place. And it's like there are places I'll probably never be able to make it to because I'll just be working. I'm a slave to these things. But I love them. And I'm obsessed with them. And now we're going to smoke this one. This is my buddy AJ's pipe. Like I said earlier on, smoking that Evan Shore Long Neck Earth Tech. Ooh, that rhymes. Long neck earth tech. And this is tonic and royal jelly. Damn, this one makes a great vortex. She shreds. Well, that grease monkey. It was funky. <coughs> Whoa. Hey. <coughs> Ooh, Terps. Oof. Ooh, that is a greasy monkey. <coughs> oh, my God. 
Well, fuck, hash. Hash is so good. Oh, I'm stretching on camera again. There we go, guys. Don't mind me. At this point, you can tell I'm getting too comfortable on the podcast. I'm just like stretching and shit and chilling. But hey, this is actually how it would be. If you if we were hanging out right now, this is as close to it as it would be because this is how it goes. We just talk, hang out, sesh. That's how I've always liked spending time with people. Is like when I was younger growing up, before I did weeds or alcohol or any of that shit, when I was just like an innocent kid, me and my friends would love to just listen to my dad tell crazy stories. And then we would like, it, I don't know, there's, there's something about just like telling stories and like listening to people tell stories. Fucking love it. And I feel like if we were all hanging out in person, that's essentially what we'd be doing. We'd just be telling stories just like how this podcast is. We'd be smoking, telling stories. I'd be listening to your stories and it'd remind me of something in my life. And that's why we need to get some fucking guests on here and this pandemic needs to end. It's crazy. But we're going to try and get my wife on next week. All right, guys. Well, um, fuck. Don't forget we got a big drop coming up with Clear. So if you miss out because I think all this stuff is sold out at the other drops. So if you missed out on those, there's a huge clear drop coming. I'm working like a madman on it. Sleepless nights. We're only sleeping three, four hours a night right now. We're going like crazy. My wife is like, I hate when you work like this because you just don't make sense. You're just not here. And I'm like, we just need to do it for like 14 days. 14 days of crazy crush. And we will get people glass and make people happy. And we will be able to get a new fence because our neighbor threatened to kill our dog. We talked about it in episode two and we need a new fence. So I'm working my butt off to try and get this big drop done so we can get this new fence. Also, too, that way my kiddo can play in the backyard. We need a new fence. I need to like fucking put up a little play set thing. I need to finish my backyard. I need to make it baby safe because my lady is stuck inside we still, I still take my daughter out. We go for little walks and stuff, but she just, she just wants to explore. You know, she just wants to like pick things up and look at things. And the yard is just full of rocks and dog shit right now. So it's not for babies. I need to like get the new fence and fucking get that yard straightened out. So I'm working my ass off to pay for this and get it set up for my kiddo. So the summer will be fun for her. Cause it might be a weird summer. You never know. But, um, Man, this weed is perfect after all those dabs. It does taste more like a campfire. I, mean, I wouldn't say the taste is great after a bunch of terpy dabs. But there's something that's just I just love about weed. Or maybe it's just like the calming of like smoking. I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. Because dabs are all just like all at once, super direct. But fuck. Um, yeah, like I said, pre-sale. It's going to be today. So if you guys watch this episode... We are doing the week pre-sale. It's going to be up for weeks if you don't have money today. Check it out in like the next seven days. There's a bunch of cool shit we're going to have as far as apparel. This new image is just so sick. So, um, yeah, this was fun, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. Um, yeah, this is the What's Up Everybody podcast. Hope you guys have an awesome weekend and a good week coming up.